Hi, this is Sensei James Leonelli from Sensei's Weekly Mindset, and I'm here to talk to you about BetOnline.net. BetOnline.net is your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there, from football to basketball, soccer, and esports. Don't forget my personal favorite, MMA. We've got it all on BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, we can help you find those on BetOnline as well. We're always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting fix. And don't forget Bet Online for NHL, boxing, golf, and like I said, my personal favorite, the sport of MMA. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet Online, where the game starts. Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of Sensei's Weekly Mindset. I'm Sensei James Leonelli, owner and head instructor of Tiger Shulman's here in Smithtown. As per usual, I am back in my home recording space, as per usual, joined by my furry co-host Slade. Uh, and we are here to bring you guys this week's mindset, a little more food for thought for this week. I'm in mean, some more, my more awesome Tiger apparel. Uh, this is this year's school sweatshirt. Every so often, they do uh, school exclusive uh, sweatshirts or t-shirts where it's uh it'll say the school name on the back so on the back of this one it has the logo and it says smithtown but nonetheless let's start talking about the mindset for this week so if you guys have experience with children like i do uh you're aware that kids are always listening um I had, if you listen to the episode with Sensei Mike Stein, where we talked about the 90 day challenge, what you'll remember is he told a little story about his son and he said, uh, not such a nice word in front of his son and his son is three years old. And then later on, his son went and repeated that, that not so nice word in company that wasn't appropriate for that kind of language. And everybody going, Ooh, right. Cause kids are always listening. So <clears throat> similar story. I have my nephew here. Uh, with me for this summer. He lives in Colorado at current and um, Kai's 10 years old. And he spent basically every day with me. Um, obviously, Mr. Sensei as well, but because of, of our work schedules and, and the fact that he was training at the school and everything, he spent most of that time with me. So one thing that, you know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a big one for mottos and things like that and, and going over the kind of things that I think stick in people's heads. And that's really important to me because I believe if you live your life by a couple of those things or you have a couple of rules or so forth that you, some philosophies that you live your life by, then I, I think guidelines are always a good thing, right? Like we know how much I believe in pushing myself. Um, like I tell the kids in my school, I believe in doing something right rather than doing it fast. And, and that's the, the, the case for everything. Yeah, there's so many other similar things along that same vein that I have beliefs like that. I, I always tell people like, you know, um, the, the flex fight crew, when I first started becoming part, part of that team, um, they looked at everything I was doing and they were like, wow. And, and I was like, well, if you can do anything, you do it the best you can do it. That's just the way it is. And again, just part of, uh, of my belief system. And one, another part of my belief system is something I was trying to get across to Kai was, um, and I would say this to him frequently throughout the summer, when he would use generalized words, uh, when he would speak subtly, let's call it, 
or uh, when he was doing the thing the kids are great at, uh huh, and just kind of like tra trailing off, right, and not really putting in any uh, emphasis in his words. And I would look at him and I would tell him over and over and over again, a man must be deliberate in his words. And so what does that mean? I'm like that. That means that when you say them, you have to say them in a way where they are said and everybody hears them. And they better be words that you mean. You better choose them carefully, and they bet they, they better be exactly what you want them to be. Because right? at that point, your word is your bond. And uh, in, in typical kid fashion, kind of you know, you give me uh huh, uh huh, and you know, I, I would say it to him every so often. You know, like um, Mrs. Sensei, believe in the morning. She's like, "Oh, guys, it's really nice out. You guys should take the pups out for a walk or a run today." And then, you know, we get involved in something and then we'd go to, I'd be like, all right, come on, we gotta go to the dogs out for a walk. And he'd be like, what? And I'm like, we told Aunt Lauren that we were gonna do it and a man must be deliberate in his words. He'd be like, fine, and there we go. So this process continued throughout Kai's whole time with us here. And um, I was teaching class one night and he's in class. And I asked a young lady to do something and I realized that I misspoke and I wanted her to do the, the combination she was demonstrating full speed, but I didn't, I didn't say that. So she did it in pieces. And then I, I, I owned it as, Oh, my bad, Chloe. Sorry about that. I meant, I wanted you to do that full speed. And he raises his hand. So I call him I'm like, what's up, Kai? He goes, a man must be deliberate in his words right in front of everybody throws me into the bus, meanie. But <laughs> he was right. And I said, yes, a hundred percent. I'm like, but a man must also be man enough to own his mistakes when he makes them. Now, I, I say this to go back to, to go back to a, a similar thought. So the, to get to the point that I want to explain today and I really want to talk about today, and that is that we often think about <clears throat> as human beings, our word is our bond. And I, I kind of pride myself on that. I, I don't make a promise I, I'm not going to keep. Um, if I say I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it. Um, and th that's just the way that I am. Um, and, and I believe most of the people I surround myself with are very, very similar. And listen, if the God forbid happens, if the unforeseen happens, and some kind of craziness pops out of nowhere that no one could be held responsible for, obviously, I don't hold those people responsible for it, and people don't hold me responsible for it. And of course, I apologize. You know, if uh, if I say, "Hey, I'm going to talk to you today after class," and then there's some kind of pressing emergency where I can't talk to that person. People don't blame me, but I, but I will reach out to the person like, hey, I didn't forget. <laughs> like, I know I have to talk to you, but X, Y, and Z happened. So let's touch base and, and I'll reschedule it. But I'm going to make, I'm going to make sure I make my commitment that I'm going to talk to that person like I committed to. But nonetheless, we think so often about the promises we make ourselves and this, this is a, a big thing in life, and, and parents have to be cautious about this as well. Um, if you're a parent and you promise things to your kids, you better make sure that the things that you are promising, you can keep. Right? So it's important to freeze your promises deliberately. Right? Like, um, if you remember a few weeks ago, I talked about that gentleman, Ed Milet, and he talked about the power of one more. And he talked about his father and his father's struggles with alcoholism and how he asked his father, he said, dad, how is this time going to be different? Are you really going to be sober for your whole life? And his dad said, I don't know, Ed, but I'm going to be sober for one more day. 
And he continued from there. Right? He made a promise he could keep, that he was going to try to be sober for one more day. And that every day he was going to wake up and he was going to try for one more day. And so very deliberate in his promise. And that, that's commendable. And we have to be that way with everyone that we deal with. Every human being we interact with, anybody who we give our word on anything, we should make sure that we keep that word. And like I said, obviously there's emergencies, there's unforeseen, and people get that. People understand, right? There's a big difference between, I know I have to talk to that person, they're sitting in the lobby, I'm sitting in the office, I'm not doing anything, but I just don't go make the move to talk to them because it's an uncomfortable conversation or whatever. That's one thing. The other thing is, oh my God, I'm glued on the phone. Uh, the the sky's the sky's falling. You know, all this craziness is happening. You know, um, someone bombarded me into into my office, and they've been in the office with me forever. You know, people understand those type of things, and that's a lot different than you know promising your kid you're not going to drink for one more day, because you can't make that one up. You can't that that can't be. You can't put that genie back in the bottle. So. We think about that and we think about keeping our word to other people. And it's something that we teach children. If you're a parent, you teach your kids that, that, oh, I promise. Well, if you say you promise, you better mean it. I, I promise is a bond. It's a commitment. That's it. It's set in stone at that point. And we teach uh, the people in our lives when we are kids and the kids that are in our lives, we teach them how important keeping your word is and how important it is that when you make that commitment verbally, right? It's not a pinky promise, but <laughs> but it is, right? You don't need anything extra because it is what it is. If you give your word, then it that's it. It's done. That's how it's going to be. And culturally, we think about that so much with other people. We think about if I give my word to someone at work, I got to keep it. If I give my word to my kids, I got to keep it. If I give my words to my spouse, I got to keep it. My friend, whatever, I got to keep it. If I give my word to somebody, I have to keep it. But there's someone that we often forget about keeping our word to. And I'm not talking about like our parents or somebody I didn't just say. The person that we most often don't keep our word to is ourself. And that's a problem. That's like the most important person that we need to keep our word with. If you're going to keep your word to anybody, the most important person, the person you have to start with is keeping your word to you. Because if you don't keep your word to yourself, how can you ever expect yourself to keep it to anybody else? Now, before we move on, I want to talk about productivity and creativity. If you're like me, you're always trying to do more, more efficiently, and of course, do it at a higher quality. So I want to introduce you guys to something that helps me, Magic Mind. It's I take it because it's so easy to incorporate into my morning routine. It's a simple one-ounce shot taken right alongside of my morning coffee. And what I always notice in the mornings when I take it, my brain is firing on all cylinders. My analogies come quicker. I'm more descriptive. It makes my life much simpler. Each shot contains a combination of 12 active ingredients designed to stimulate focus, creativity, energy, and motivation while decreasing stress and oxidation. I see how much it helps me, so I want to encourage you to try it for yourself so you can see how much it can up your game. So for your daily dose of matcha, nootropics, and adaptogens, go to magicmind.co slash sensei, S-E-N-S-E-I, and use promo code sensei for an additional 20% off of a single purchase, or if it's your first subscription, you'll get 40% off of that. 
So once again, magicmind.co, promo code Sensei gets you 20% off of a single purchase or 40% off of your first subscription. So Magic Mind, do more, stress less. So back to our thought of the week here, the idea of keeping our word to ourselves. So to me, this is an extraordinarily important topic as we are now one week in on the 90 day challenge. 90 day challenge, for those of you guys who don't remember or didn't watch that episode with me and Sente Stein, go back and watch it, number one. Uh, but number two, most importantly, 90 day challenge is the way we open the year. It is our wellness competition, our health and wellness competition that we do to live the healthiest possible life for the first 90 days of the year, to set ourselves a pattern of healthiness for our entire lives. So I digress. We're in that first week. And what happens in the first week is it's an adjustment period, right? We're, we're one weekend and people are adjusting to the changes that they're making. And one thing me and Sensei Stein talked about in the 90 day challenge podcast is not trying to make every single change at once, but make one change this week, one change that week, one change the week after. And that's a really, really important idea. But what happens, and honestly, I'm not talking to people this week because right now motivation is still high. And motivation is a wonderful thing. Motivation gets us started and it keeps us going for a good little while. But the thing is, in order for us to take motivation and lead it to something else where routine can take over, we've got to get it to the right point where now that thing that we were trying for is now truly a habit. And it takes 21 days, they say, to form a habit. I think a little bit more. All right. But nonetheless, we want things to be a habit. We want them to get to that point because when they're a habit, they're automatic almost. And when they're automatic almost, you don't really have to think about it, right? Like, <laughs> excuse me. I told you guys how at the end of last year, one of my goals that I, I had done is I was doing 45 squats, push-ups, crunches every single day. And it was really automatic because I every time I left my school, I did 45 push-ups, crunches, squats. I did, I did it like clockwork every day. And it was so automatic, I didn't have to think about it. Though if there were a day that I wasn't in my school or I needed to leave my school early for some reason, and I, you know, the routine of leaving was different, because the routine was different, oh, it threw me out of my routine and I had to make sure I accounted for that and made a, an opportunity for myself to get that set of squats, push-ups, and crunches in. But I digress. Where this is going to become important is over the next two weeks or so, which is why I'm dropping this episode when I am, because it's not the first week when everybody drops off. It's not even the second. It's in that three to nine period of weeks, right? That's where people start to drop off because they think about the 90 day challenge as something that they committed to for somebody else. They committed to the group in their school for the 90 day challenge. They committed to their instructor for the 90 day challenge. They committed to their friends that they train with for the 90 day challenge. But they forget who the most important person that they promised the 90 day challenge uh, to. And it was to themselves. Because listen, I can have the most amazing students and every single one of my students could achieve unbelievable results. Their after pictures could look like an advertisement. Every single one of them, if every single one of them leaves the 90 day challenge in their best health, in amazing shape, feeling better than they've ever felt before, all sorts of increased uh, health and, and vitality, lower blood pressure, lower resting heart rate, uh, increased cardiovascular conditioning, if everything for them is better, 
it doesn't change my health at all. Not at all. The only thing that changes my health, the only thing that affects me is my 90-day challenge, the promise I made to myself. Now, I'm a little bit different because I, I know I have to lead by example. But the thing is, in life, you still have to live with yourself. Even if you're a person who has absolutely positively no other contacts in the world, if you don't have any other friends, if you don't have any other uh, family, which let's be honest, if you're in our schools, there's no way you don't have friends because you got the people in class with you. But I digress. Even if you were that, that kind of person, no friends, no family, no, no anybody, just you, you still have to go to bed with your own thoughts every single night. And when you're sitting down to eat, that crappy food that you may have now let yourself start to eat. Now, that little voice in your mind, that's a lot harder to quiet, right? Listen, if you don't want to hear from me, it's pretty simple. You just don't listen when I talk, right? You don't download the podcast. You don't come into the school. You don't answer my text message. It's simple. It's really simple to avoid me, actually, right? But escaping your own thoughts, that's way harder. That's way harder, right? You can't shut those off. You might be able to bargain with yourself. In, in the moment. And what I mean by that is like, ah, oh, 90 day challenge isn't going well. So, blah, 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 blah. so it's really easy in that, in that interim for us to think about that, that, that very simple idea that, um, you know, I, I can convince myself. Yeah, you can convince yourself in the moment that, oh, I had too many bad days. This 90 day challenge is over. You can convince yourself then. But at the end of the day, when you're laying in bed, when you're looking at yourself in the mirror as you're brushing your teeth, you still have to face yourself. You have to look in your own eyes. You have to live with your own thoughts. And those are going to be the things that, that are going to be loud in our mind. And that's what's so important to realize. The most important thing that we can do when it comes to our word is keep our word to ourselves. Because many people will think to themselves, oh, He's not talking to me. I'm not an achiever. I'm not the person who sets up goals and knocks them down. Well, why aren't you? Why can't you be? Why can't you make that decision right now that you can be that person who sets up goals and knocks them down? You can be that person. You just have to start by doing the most important thing, by keeping your word to yourself. If you tell yourself you're going to do something, do it. Do it. Now start the simplest way, write it down, write it down, put it somewhere where you're going to see it all the time. Like if I have, have goals, it's on my to-do list. I told you guys I'm a fan of Google Keep. Every time I open Google Keep, there's my list of my, of my goals for this year. They're right there. So I see them every single time that I open Google Keep and I use it. That's where all of my at-home to-do lists are. They're all on Google Keep. You know, if, if we're going away on a trip, everything we need to pack is, is on a Google Keep list. If I need to get 10 things done today, they're all written on the Google Keep list. My goals, they're on that Google Keep list. I, I digress. But write it down. Once you have it written down, put it where you're going to see it often, like I did my Google Keep. And then make your routine, make your system. And then do the most important thing, follow your system. Now, they say it takes 21 days to make a habit. I think it's a little longer than I think it's about 28 to a month, right? Somewhere in there. So commit to yourself to do it for one month. And what will happen is in one month, it's so much easier. It's so much easier after that first month because now you kind of work the wrinkles out of your system. 
If you do it for the one month, that second month is much easier. And sure, temptation may come around this and that to knock you off the path. But if you're already, if you're the object in motion, you tend to stay in motion unless acted upon by an outside source. You can't let it be an internal source. Right? Not only that, but it's much harder to get yourself out of a routine once you're in it. Because think about it. If I spend 21 days and I make a habit, if I commit to myself that I'm going to follow the 90-day challenge, and I commit those first 90 days to make whatever changes I want to make, those first 21 days, I should say. Now, to change those things back, you need another 21 days to build a new habit. Because you created a habit, now you got to create a new one. Right? You can see how difficult it would be once you're rolling to get yourself out of that system. So start by, like I said, write it down. Put it where you're going to see it. Set up your system. Follow your system. That way, when temptation comes, when the laziness comes, when life throws you the invariable curveballs, when that happens, because it's going to, you're already in motion. You're already going through it. You're already that object that's moving. You're that object in motion. And when you're an object in motion, it's very easy to stay in motion. And the more you stay in motion, the more you're getting closer to keeping your word to yourself. And then at the end of something like that 90-day challenge, on day 90, you're not thinking like, yay, is Hensei proud of me? You're not thinking like, yay, <laughs> excuse me. You're not thinking like, yay, my classmates are so happy for me. You're looking in the mirror and being like, you did this. You accomplished this, right? And that, that's the best feeling of all. And the most, what you just did there, if you're the person who says to yourself, oh, I never achieve anything. I'm not a goal setter. You just did. You just did. In 90 days, you knocked one goal out and a pretty big one too. And that's the thing. You're, you're a very small distance away from being that achiever. You make a promise to yourself. You write it down. Put it where you can see it. Set your system. Follow your system. Four steps. That's it. That's how close you are to being the kind of person that achieves their goals, that always keeps their word to themselves. So this week, as temptation is there, as human laziness is there, I want you to think about the most important thing. Keeping your word to the most important person of all, to yourself. Remember what you promised yourself, and then take whatever action is necessary to keep your word. So that's all I have for you guys this week. As always, you can reach me via email, senseileonelli at gmail.com. We know sensei is S-E-N-S-E-I. Leonelli is L-E-O-N-E-L-L-I, and that's at gmail. You can find me on Facebook. I'm Sensei James Leonelli. On Twitter and Instagram, we are at Sensei underscore Leonelli. You can find my school online at tsksmithtown.com. You can find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Tiger Shulman Smithtown. Uh, Twitter and Instagram at tsmma underscore Smithtown. Uh, you can find the podcast online at Sensei's Weekly Mindset on Instagram. <clears throat> Excuse me. You can find everywhere I'm on the internet at linktree, linktr.ee slash Sensei Leonelli. Find out more about the Tiger Shulman's organization as a whole at tsk.com. This weekend, we have Flex Fights 20, the Speakeasy Smackdown. So make sure you guys are going to flexfights.com for tickets, or you can go to Throwdown Sports, uh, where you can purchase the pay-per-view, where obviously I'll be doing my job. But most importantly, guys, with the podcast, make sure that you guys leave a rate and a review. It just helps. Make sure that you guys subscribe, get your new episodes every Wednesday. 
But the most important thing you do for me, tell a friend, send them the link, right? Share the podcast with them because the more people that listen, the happier I am, quite honestly. And other than that, my friends, until next week, invest in yourselves. I'll see you guys on the mat.